Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, everybody. And today we're podcasting with a vengeance. Mm -hmm. Anger. Yeah. There's a difference between podcasting with something that you don't like as opposed to podcasting when... It gets thrown out of a window by another pot. Uh, the whole the whole uh, thing just fell apart there. But it's Die Hard some, with a Vengeance, goddammit. <laughs> some Irish flatfoot throws him out of a window. Yeah, throws your podcast out of a window. Yeah, with Vengeance. With a Vengeance. Yeah, uh, th- John McTiernan is returning. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 1995 yes. now. Uh, this movie is awesome. Yeah, it's great. Not going to bury the lead. I just fucking love it. It's great. Uh, it's, I mean, it's better than Di- the, like, I think it's, uh, better than Die Hard 2. I personally think it's better than Die Hard 2 and Die Hard 1. Yeah, I, I also probably agree. I haven't really quite ruminated my thoughts. They're probably about equal. Because, mm-hmm. like, I think this just has a very smart story. And they're smart enough to know not to to break out of the confines of the formula. Yeah. So he's trapped in all of New York City this time. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I feel like I called it the last time we recorded on one of these. And, you know, this one, I, my, my speculation was reaffirmed because this one did exactly what I remembered it doing, which is it took all of the things that make Die Hard great and elevated them and actually made a worthy sequel, something that feels diehard but actually changes the dynamic, but keeps all of the core storytelling tenets of a diehard movie that you want. Yeah, it's just ramps it up. I think there's a lot of smart things that they do from like a like a movie making perspective. The whole thing is just it's just great. Yep. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah. I like cannot more highly recommend this movie Mm -hmm. um one of the best action movies of the 90s i would say yeah if not all time it's definitely in the conversation it's it is real good Mm -hmm. like a lot of really just smart set pieces as well like they're just um, well and a lot of good smart writing smart writing and good set pieces too and actually in a way that made it's similar to the first one where in the first one we're confined to Nakatomi Plaza, so you have to utilize as much of Nakatomi Plaza as you can. This one we we're confined to New York City and it uses New York City very well. New York City feels almost like an extra character, which is something that you sometimes want out of a really good setup for an action story. Yeah, it well in a lot of ways feels like its own antagonist. And, it, you know, real strong sense of place mm-hmm. it really represents, even though I've never been to New York City, it has a feel of what I imagine it would be like in 1995 America. Yeah. And going through all the different types of, uh, of people therein. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. And also, uh, much better villains. Oh, yeah. The villains which... of this one, I think, are even better than Hans <laughs> and, you know, the group crew in the first one. Group troop, yeah. group troop, <laughs> the group troop. Best of friends forever. <laughs> we forget the bell bonds. Uh, yeah, I think that uh, 
and I, that's part of my biggest problem with the last one. If you listen to the last episode, it's just they're, they're kind of there. Yeah, they're they bog suck. standard boilerplate villains. <laughs> they're even worse than bog standard. They're, they're like ju- they're vanilla standard. It's just the bare barest of minimum. Well, there's so... the sixteen pieces of flair of action movie villains. Well, it's like just stock action movie stuff is the last Die Hard, and this actually, like I said, elevates all of the material of Die Hard in a really good way and all of the like, well here's another thing too now that we're thinking about it, really good villains but also really good supporting characters too like nobody feels like they're suddenly stupid or belligerent and i love that yeah besides maybe the kids the, the kids, kids are... the, i mean they're kids though I, the kids are yeah. forgiven the <laughs> i'm talking about like authority figures this time around like none of the authority figures on the good guys side feel like the same kind of dumpkisses that they were in the last two. No, which actually is a nice, refreshing break from the formula. Mm. Well, it, it also has this great feeling of there's an atmosphere of it where it feels like a crisis in New York City. It, like, there's this, you know, until you know, like, the real, you know, the big reveal, of course, but there's this great feeling of that, you know, there's bombs all around New York City, and there's it's really tense, and it's it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you just dive right in. Sure. It's hot town. Summer in the city. city. Yeah. Love uh, starting with the love and spoonful. You know, uh, I, yeah, I love the opening too. Like just give a good sense of place. Uh-huh. New York city. It's, I always think late August. I have no idea when school start, but like before sometime before Labor Day during when school started, but like it's early school year. Yeah. I, other, guess. I don't know. All I know yeah. is that it's a uh, hot town, summer in the city. Yeah, I. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's uh, a bomb. Yeah, yeah. Bon uh, Wet Teller goes up and smoke. Yeah, apparently that's a that's a store that people know. I didn't know. <laughs> I looked this up. I was like, oh yeah, that's a place. Yeah. <laughs> bon Wet Teller, no. The, yeah, that's the one that doesn't talk. Mm. Bon Wet Pen is the one that talks all the time. <laughs> This is so shaken up by the ordeal. <laughs> this is partner Teller. Didn't say a word. Um, yeah, so that's the the first of uh, of many many bombs that in the the MCU, the major case unit, mm-hmm. which I believe we've dealt with another MCU. Yes, don't well, the Dark Knight, the major crimes unit. Oh yeah, important. that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, major case. Homo Detective Gorn from, uh, what was that one? Criminal Intent. Criminal Intent had uh, that unit. Anyway, uh, Cobb is our... Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter the, Cobb, administrator at large, is getting ready to uh, try and deal with this crisis of what sort of fucking monsters would destroy a Bonwit teller. <laughs> the, <laughs> the beloved, the beloved fuck, store. The fucking animals. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> Bunch of fucking savages in this town. What is this world coming to? <laughs> you fucking walk around at nine o'clock in the morning and a goddamn Bonwit teller explodes. What do they yeah. think this is? Ireland? Come on, you can't just besmirch a known <laughs> landmark like Bonwit Teller. 
Ah, they're all really shaken up by this. This was the yeah. worst tragedy to happen in 1995, at least that week. The worst thing that could ever possibly happen to New York City. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a... <laughs> Gotta remember that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't forget. They'll never uh, forget. Never forget. Um... Yeah, so they uh, get a call, though, uh, as a receptionist. And they're like, you're going to want to hear this. And then the, the guy on the phone was like, I want to play a game. He's <laughs> like, wrong movie, jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not that. He's, in fact, very German. Mm. I uh, want to speak to Jean McLean. Do you have a lieutenant Jean McLean there? I want to be speaking to the Jean McLean. Where is he? Or else I'd send another one of your beloved shops up into smoke. Yeah, so they got to press him into service because he had been suspended. This is, and I think this is a good place to talk about this now, about this revenge plot and how, what are you getting revenge on? Because this John is uh, broken... Uh, almost alcoholic, whose marriage has fallen apart and is almost losing his career. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's about one day away from becoming a mall cop. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe what I can only presume is that. Uh, well, for one thing, doesn't really. I mean, you want revenge when you want it. Also, I don't know if Simon knew the state McLean was in, and he probably doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. Because, yeah, he just wants to get McLean caught in the crossfire, we'll come to find out. But it's just always one of those things where, at least for the last few that are notable in my mind, where it's like, let's get revenge on this guy that is not, like, like just let him live his own life and he'll do all the revenge for you. Yeah. Like, uh, the other one was uh, Dark Knight Rises, going back well, to Well, yeah, we were that. talking about that, yeah. If Bruce, I mean, if they literally just left Bruce in his house. He was already he's, just he's already fucking fucked anyway. I mean, like, irregardless, you're planning to blow up the city. Yeah. Like, he's already in a pit of misery of his own fucking design. Mm-hmm. Let him. Just just continue to let him. Yeah. <laughs> let, him let him grow a beard and pee in jars. And yeah. You just, you know. Don't, yeah, don't like... fuck him and then like, you stab him and walk away. And this one's like, yeah, let's reinvigorate McLean by putting him in another thing that he thrives in, mm-hmm. the one environment that he's made for, instead of, you know, seeing if he can find his best friend in every bottle of Jack Daniels in New York City. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so his uh, his plan is to, to get the lieutenant, and uh, they're going to go to uh, wherever and wherever in Harlem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I don't know your city, fine people of New York. There's just it's a fucking grid system. That's all I know. Mm. All I know is John Mulaney telling me that I'm a simple bitch because I could get lost in New York. Yeah. Uh but it's in it's in Harlem. Yeah, which is, is in New York. Which is in New York, which is on Earth, which is in Canada. <laughs> exactly. Uh yeah, so he is very hungover, and mm-hmm. we don't get the exact details of what he needs to do in Harlem, but we'll we'll get to we'll that. pick it up. Yeah, this is and again when we're talk when I was talking about taking lessons from almost like the last one and doing them right. I like how we're like boom, we're right into it. You know, there's none of this like 
wasted wasted time like in the airport like boom we're right we got the we got the proper amount of setup we got uh, we're right thrown into it and then we get a little we bit wasted too much time in the airport and the first 10 minutes mclean was in a shootout yeah but we just dicked around for nothing that's I mean, you gotta we watch that Sadler we, ass. We, we, yeah, we got, we had to see all that in its fucking oily glory. But I'm talking about like, he, the whole thing was like, oh, he just saw, uh, caught a guy in the in the bar in the last one. We could have just opened there instead of like, oh no, his car got towed. Oh no, he, there's Harvey Bullock, as you know. Yeah, now that I that I will get this. Yeah, we we've... cut straight to the chase and we get the right amount of just exposition. He's broken up with Holly. He's like he's drinking. He's fucking. He's partying all the time. He's. I don't fucking, think it's a party. I don't think he's in a. It's not a nice sort of, party. I didn't say like a happy party. You I. Know? You know when someone says he's, they party all the time, I always think it's like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. This girl wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this he's he's partying all the time, like the Return of Bruno level of partying. All the time. <laughs> um, yeah. We get a lot of fucking story set up in this one car ride, and mm-hmm. we don't even know it. Like, um, I think they're talking about things. his cases or like things that are coming up, or it's just like, oh uh, yeah, give that case to him, give that case to him. Like, John's totally fucked. Uh, give this to like, yeah, someone stole fourteen dump trucks. Yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah, it's construction. It's always mm-hmm. construction. It's, always it's construction. insurance fraud. It's always forks and marbles. And it, we can talk about this here. And I noticed this in my notes. This movie has a great, I guess I'd call it an economy of storytelling, where if it's mentioned, for the most part, it's it's a detail that's going to become important later. No line of dialogue necessarily is wasted. If it's new information, it's going to come up somewhere and tie mm-hmm. it all together, which is great. It doesn't leave a lot of loose ends and extra crap. Yeah, it's that. It, yeah, you're right. Like, there is a lot of like everything has a therefore kind of mm-hmm. setup and a, a nice kind of flow and build. Yeah. So the fourteen dump trucks comes up. Yeah. Um, the fact that one of the guys Walsh, that's mm-hmm. the guy Walsh, was the guy at Nakatomi, credited as young officer. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, he he's in both um as well, but he was. Uh, he's the guy that plays his badge numbers mm-hmm. uh, for the lotto, yeah, which also comes up. Yeah, which his numbers are really small. I don't know what lottery he's playing, but he only has a four-digit badge number. Like, is he playing Powerball? I don't know. Look, look. I don't play lotto. <laughs> it's like, I, you don't? I no. love the lotto. Uh, never. I mean, because he only gives two numbers. No lottery is two numbers. Mm-hmm. Is he playing bingo? Maybe. Maybe it's Fuck a little, maybe it's a local uh, fucking bingo hall lotto. Yeah, Who knows? New York's a big weird town. Anyway, yeah, we get <laughs> a lot of information in this one little car ride, and we still don't know. We just know that we're going to Harlem, and some German guy wants John McClane to do something in Harlem. In Harlem, and uh, so yeah, he uh, his his plan. Uh, well, John goes out there like. Here's your. We're gonna give you this Saturday night special. Yeah. We're gonna tape this to your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the sandwich board. John, <laughs> we'll be back in 15 minutes. We'll be 15 city blocks away. Yeah. They're like, oh, so you want me to die then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, he he has 
I'm going to go with the TV version. Yeah, I hate TV, everybody. I pod, hate everybody. For the podcast and, version, but it, it's the racial slur in the normal version. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, race actually plays a pretty big factor in this movie. Yeah. I like um, it. It's good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's... And he is... He is like, oh, he's in his underwear and the sandwich board. Yeah. So he is. He looks like a crazy person. I do like the idea, though, that Simon just presumed that, yeah, John's totally going to live through this. I just want to <laughs> cancel him on Twitter first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, because he has other fucking plans for sure the guy. We want to make sure that when he reaches the 2010s, he can be counted as problematic. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um can't go around we hating want, everybody we want john mcclain you know i want him to be burdened with a qualifier for the rest of his life exactly he's gonna have to apologize for past tweets yeah. and the past remarks um and yeah we uh we meet uh zeus carver yep samuel uh, l jackson who is i think one of the other main things that helps elevate this movie yeah, having someone for John to play off of for this whole movie helps out a fuck ton. Well, and not only not only as someone who helps out and is with John to play off of, but also another protagonist who is literally a guy who just gets swept up into extraordinary circumstance, just like John in the first one, and has none of the training. <laughs> no, none of the training, but a whole different skill set that is just as yeah. useful, which is great. It, yeah, that's. Cause yeah, he's an electrician. Mm. Um, runs a shop. Runs runs a shop there, and his two children. I think one of them's his son. One of them's his son is, I don't know. They're kids who are related to him, I presume. Yeah, because he has one of them's I, his son. I know that. And then, okay, yeah, I didn't know. I I figured he, you know, I, think I didn't know if they were both his kids. Know. I could, yeah. yeah, I know what, like, Aldous Hodges is kid, kid I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, and young, very young Aldous Hodge is here. Yeah, a hawk boy before he will grow into a mighty hawk man. Yep, before he becomes hacker extraordinaire Alec Hardison mm -hmm. in uh, Leverage, which is a show I very much enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they come in with a stolen boombox like yeah they want to see how much they can sell this for like our friend tony and like yeah tony wants you to fence goods yeah tony by wants proxy. you guys to get arrested so he won't <laughs> like and even this comes up yep like this is this is another one of the to dayton's play like the economy of storytelling there's a reason that this thing comes up it will show back up later yeah um, it, this, I love I love when movies do that. Nothing doesn't waste any, you know, everything is useful. Everything kind of like it is clockwork. A, yeah. It is a tight, concise story. And I think really my only problems with it, I don't think they exactly stick the landing. Like the ending that they went with is good, but I've read like some other endings. There's a, they, there's a deleted ending. Yeah. I have a DVD and I've seen that. And they had a planned ending. And I don't think either of them gives quite the, what I'm looking for. Like, the one they went with was fine, but... We'll I, get... Like, you mean Simon's death, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit anticlimactic, because it doesn't have the same kind of gut punch as when we get to see Alan Rickman drop 82 stories off of Nakatomi Plaza, but... 
Yeah, I, I agree. Like, he needs a bit more of a glorious, like, I don't know, thrown out of a catapult or something. Because he just needed something where they could have, like, a bit more of a confrontation. Because, in all honesty, this is the one where John meets his antagonist the least. Yeah. Like, he barely interacts with Simon. Only They only meet face-to-face once. And after that, it's just man versus helicopter. Pretty much, which is, yeah. Kind of the same as what we did in the last one was blow them up in an in a aircraft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I mean, that's maybe what they should have done is like doused him in that chemical thing and then blown him up. Uh, the one ending that I read that they didn't shoot involves the four gallon jug bomb uh-huh. gets stuck into his helicopter when they escape. <laughs> How does that work? Instead of them blowing up the dam. They find a way to put it into the helicopter beforehand. And, like, Zeus is just like, God damn it, they got away. He's like, they're not going to get far with that case in there. And then Simon opens it up and asks if anyone has a four-gallon jug. And then they blow up. That, I think, would have been better. <laughs> yeah. The th- the uh, one that they filmed was uh, John meeting up with uh, Simon, who screwed everybody over with the gold. Mm-hmm. And he meets up with him. John has been the scapegoat for everything that went wrong meets up with him with a uh, rocket launcher without the sights. And he plays a game of Russian roulette called McLean says, mm-hmm. and he asks McC- uh, Simon a bunch of questions and then he forces Simon to pull the trigger and fucking rocket man himself out of the bar that he's in, hmm. which I also feel is a bit of a downer ending. Yeah. And doesn't work. Yeah. I, I mean, the, it works better uh, in terms that he has a confrontation and mm, he gets that whole game aspect. Yeah, and you kind of want... You, I also feel like you want that kind of that glory shot of, you know, how fucking Alan Rickman was like, oh, shit, I'm fucking... I'm doomed. You know. Well, yeah, that to, reversal yeah. where, like, throughout the whole time, Han still kind of felt like he had all the cards. Mm, and then, no, the, t- the, the rug has been pulled out from under you in the most fucking extreme way. And, you know... That is... That is one of the most satisfying things that this franchise can give us. Mm-hmm. You know, even that plain one is kind of like they feel like they're having the upper hand. He's just like, "Fuck you, yep, take that." <laughs> like, Fire plus gasoline equals you not being alive anymore. You know, so that's you shouldn't have oiled your ass so much, Sadler. Yeah, uh, you didn't check that. Even though I'm still like. <laughs> They would have been shot down, but they would have scattered some fucking planes and shot them the fuck down over the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Like, I I don't see how they were going to escape the nation's capital via a fucking jumbo jet, of all things. Well, everybody was in on it, you see. The jumbo jet people would have turned code suddenly. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking H.W. Bush. <laughs> well, I th- no, that's not H.W., that's Reagan. Yeah, like H.W. Bush is like, no more new taxes, because yeah. this guy's going to pay for all of it. Yeah. Send him to... Esperanza's going to explode into a thousand points of light over the fucking continental United States. <laughs> it's Yeah, we, I can only do Reagan. Yeah, yeah I was like, it's always sure. going to be morning in America. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So. Mm. Oh, yeah, where were we? Oh, Sam remember. Jackson's shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zeus. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah, he's he's gonna take the fucking uh, stolen thing back to Tony and give him a give him a fucking boot in his ass while his kids 
are like, hey, fucking Zeus, look over here. There's a crazy guy about to get shot. And he looks out yeah. and he sees John McClane standing on the sidewalk. Yeah. Hate everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, I'll deal with this. You guys run along to school. Yeah, because he encounters, uh, John encounters a whole gaggle who are just like, what the fuck? Well, not this a- guy hates everybody. <laughs> everybody, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nature Boy here hates everybody. That's what makes it really funny in the TV version. Because <laughs> I don't think that would warrant a death sentence from anyone. I just like, they would just be like, that's, that's weird. That's very rude, sir. <laughs> I'll have you know there's fine people in New York. Yeah. There's lots of good people everywhere. You just can't blanket hate everybody. I mean, that's just, yeah. that's just a bold-faced lie. Yeah, but uh, no, Zeus does actually come up and talk to him. Yeah, and just talks like, to him first and is like, hey, uh, I don't know if you're having like an episode or if you're genuinely uh, racist, but uh, now would be a good time to run away, seek shelter, go somewhere else. are going to die. Yeah, pretty much. And McClane yeah, yeah. essentially, eventually tells him, like, I'm a, I'm a cop and this is all because of some German guy has this weird plan. Yeah, remember with the Bonwit Teller? Mm-hmm. No, Bonwit bon Teller! teller. I... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of animals in this town. What the fuck? Nothing's safe in this country. <laughs> I'm thinking, Bonwit Teller, what next? What next? <laughs> what next, I say? <laughs> <laughs> I love that we've just prescribed everybody to be so beloved to the Bonwit Teller. I mean, aren't you? I was. It's like shattered. it's like little Sebastian. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just a tiny horse. Um. But yes, this is when the gang comes in, and they're like, "He hates everybody." <laughs> this guy hates everybody. <laughs> Look what we got over here, a misanthrope walking the streets of New York City. Uh, next he's going to say something like, yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> That's my other favorite TV edit. <laughs> TV edits are the best. I love them. <laughs> TV uh, this edits is are like a four-year-old trying to understand adult material. <laughs> I love them because they have to try to make it work. Like in Kill Bill, uh, when the guy's like, my name's Buck, and I'm here to party. <laughs> and they change it to the party wagon. And I'm like, this is great. It's stupid. It's really dumb. This is wonderful. But it's like, like, because like, I don't understand what compelled you to try to make Kill Bill for television. Like, why did you even attempt? Because, you know, but, it's something to put on TV. I mean, I guess, but it's just like, fuck, man, a lot happens in that movie. Kind of like Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a lot of movies that get out of the damn television. It's yeah, just I like... I about Yippie Kay, <laughs> Mr. Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the line, you know? It's like one of the lines from the whole fucking movie. <laughs> it's kind of like the whole, like, you know, it's famous for it. Yeah. Uh, Yippie Kay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> 
That's the title of today's episode. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, I was gonna suggest not Bonwit Teller. Get that, we'll get that SEO. We'll yeah. see. Maybe we got something else planned. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what the conversation will bring? <laughs> so anyway, John's accosted by the friendship police. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> we gotta teach this man a lesson <laughs> about inclusivity. <laughs> like, you can't go around hating everybody. Let's sing him a song. Yeah. He happened to be walking down the Sesame Street in Harlem. <laughs> 177th and Sesame Street. Fucking can. You can't hate everybody. Yes. 105th and Sesame. <laughs> I believe that's in Harlem. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, he passed Mr. Hooper's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking Snuffleupagus. Uh, it's New York, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, the Count of Count. Yeah. Isn't that his name? Or Count? Com- his name is Count Von Count. That's it, yeah. So I was mm-hmm. right, <laughs> actually. I heard Count of Count, and I was like, uh. Well, Von. Yeah, I guess, yeah. And so yeah, he... <laughs> the Sesame Street inclusivity police accosts him and throws one of their friendship knives at a sandwich board. <laughs> and like, please, let us cut this off. Yeah. We will help you, <laughs> sir. We'll show you how to not hate everybody. And then uh, Zeus is like, this is getting a little too weird. And he pulls out John's gun and like, get the fuck down! Nobody's friends with anybody! <laughs> <laughs> I've had it. Ah. So, like the taxi cab stops and just like he's completely confused that things got pulled him over. Mm. And uh, yeah, just drive, run every red light, get us the fuck out of Sesame Street. (laughs) 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 Uh, I wish that could be the title of today's episode. (laughs) Get us the fuck out of Sesame Street. My new headcanon is that Sesame Street is firmly in Harlem. (laughs) (laughs) And it's working against the gentrification. A lot of of people have businesses and things in Harlem. Yeah, Yeah, trying to really change the dynamic of the whole place. (laughs) Oh, picked Oscar the Grouch and all that. Drive off. Yeah, they tra- drive off and, and just uh and he keeps calling him Jesus. Mm-hmm. Do I look fucking Puerto Rican to you? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not hey I'm not hey Zeus. My they said hey Zeus. Yeah. And tells him, you know, mythologically, like rolled up the ass and whatnot. Which, you know, Fair point to John, though. Like, I would have also probably assumed his name was Jesus. Yeah, maybe, yeah. In the confusion um, of, you know, trying to figure out, trying to get away from those people who just wanted to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> the friendship gang. <laughs> the friendship gang. Harlem's <laughs> deadly friendship gang. <laughs> 
Well, you can't just go around hating everybody. <laughs> you hate everybody, huh? Let's turn that frown upside down. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> With our friendship knives and friendship bullets. <sighs> I'm going to AI generate Sesame Street in Harlem and see, <laughs> see what, what I can happens. figure out. Yeah. yeah, see what Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they, uh, they go back to the... The police station, mm-hmm. and this is where it's more the revenge. Revenge, revenge. Because yeah, they bring up they have a psychiatrist, psychologist, whichever one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's like, yeah, he wants to destroy you. Mm-hmm. And uh, John's like, I don't know if he's watched, but I'm doing a pretty good job destroying myself. Yeah, all he had to do is wait, you know, a whole good two and a half hours, forty five minutes. I was working on a pretty good suspension, mm-hmm. self-destructing myself into whole bottles of Jim Beams and <laughs> yeah. cartons of cigarettes. I worked my way into a fat suspension. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, there's there's more bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, and, well, actually, they find one in Chinatown, their bomb technician, Charlie. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a two-part bomb. You got chemical one and chemical two, and you just individually harmless but mix the two together and it'll fuck up this chair yeah. bang boom yeah and uh, that's the thing like if the two mix you got a little bit to to get away mm-hmm. and, and the bomb is the, gonna be huge yeah well and, yeah how long do we you know how much of the stuff do they have and they're like oh a local chemical plant said that they stole a couple thousand pounds two thousand pounds Stolen from some lab some days ago? Yeah. Yep. In, in hindsight, we probably should have seen this coming. Yeah. Should have really looked more into that, but, you know. Such yeah. is life in New York City in 1995. Ah, uh, <laughs> crime didn't exist in the 90s. Yeah. They solved it all. Uh-huh. And, uh, and Simon calls. Yep. And uh, he wants to drag in Zeus. Yeah. Into this wasn't supposed to interfere. <clears throat> yeah, this was all a part of his game, and uh, there's well-laid plans, and and Zeus says he can stick his well-laid plans up his well-laid ass, mm-hmm. and Simon hangs up, which puts him into this game too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, I was just gonna let you go with it. He actually also says some kind of racist shit, but I'm just gonna let that. S- well, I think I, that's I- just him. Pushing people's buttons, Simon. Yeah. I don't think he's actually, like... I don't think he cares. I think he cares about provoking people. Yeah. Yeah, he says it's a poor attempt at humor. Mm. But, uh... Yeah. Now he is, all like, pressed into into service, mm. essentially. Because um, they have to get to... They have 15 minutes to run to a payphone on... Such and such and wherever. Yep. I don't know. They seem to think it's a long ways away, though. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to trust them. And <coughs> <we're>, <laughs> going back to earlier, we were kind of touched on this. Like how we said New York City is almost another character in this. I liked how this is written by Jonathan Hainsley, who's, directed a, who's written and directed a bunch of my favorite movies. So it, obviously very very good at what he does but it really it really feels like it's written by somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about in regards to new york city aspects of new york city again we've never been there we have no idea Mm. they could be making all this shit up and just be very good at acting it's entirely possible this was a film after all but 
it just feels like it has that feeling of like oh these are people that live in the city and know it yeah that's uh that is the the vibe i get also with like their talk of like i don't know like there's a lot of routing talk <laughs> it's like especially early going about like now nah, you know yeah take this way you gotta take that way you know mm -hmm. and yeah i have no way of knowing the closest i've been to new york was that i was in LaGuardia once for a layover yeah that's that's it that's the closest i've been i looked at it it looked very uh big yes big from yeah it's just like wow that's a lot of big buildings out there <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go get back on my plane well see you later goodbye <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah they'll have to move fast but zeus doesn't want any part of this because it's like this is just a bunch of white dudes having white dude problems mm -hmm. and they're like but remember the bondwit teller mm -hmm. it's like so not the bondwit bond teller we have to avenge that's the vengeance and die hard with a vengeance they're avengeancing the bondwit teller <laughs> Yeah, but he's, uh, McLean says that they found that bomb in Harlem. Such and such park in Harlem. Yeah. You're going to have to take our word for it. We don't know any of this. We only know the barest of essentials about New York City. We don't New even York know City. if Harlem's real. We don't even know if New York City's real. This all could have been the fabrication of a screenwriter. Yeah, I don't know. This like, all might maybe... be just cardboard buildings propped up on a, on a fucking Hollywood backlot. That's all we know. The Beastie Boys were full of shit the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They'll never be sleeping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only thing I know about New York is things I've picked up from other movies. The pizza's great. We learned that from Ninja Turtles. Yep. You can get an authentic New York slice from the Pizza Hut or the Domino's, depending <laughs> on which era of Turtles that you happen to be in. Or a random street vendor, which seems to be the proper way to go. Or... Roy's, but only if Kino is delivering. Yes, yes. Or uh, uh, that place in Spider-Man 2 that he delivers for. I forget the name. Pizza time! Pizza time! It's fucked up that we remember these things. Yeah. Uh, there's a big park in the middle. They call it, conveniently, Central Park. And near there, I presume there's a coffee shop where the best friends mm, all meet up. Central Park. And uh, there's well, a... Gunther will brew you a coffee. And there's a diner where, like, four friends meet up and uh, talk about their general annoyances. And there's a soup Nazi. And uh, Okay, you're on Seinfeld now. I didn't know which one you yeah, were going for. Yeah, I don't know. Pick there's a, fucking, a lot of those. <laughs> like, fucking everything. All, most sitcoms take place in New York, yeah. it feels like. And then there's another group of friends, and they all have a lot of sex in New York City. Ah, yes. And they do a lot of great things, like walking yeah. and a line and talking and shopping. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. McBeal was a weird show. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Law and Order is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, and like most versions of Law and Order take place there. Or mm -hmm. all of New York City's crimes are seen to be handled by two detectives. Mm -hmm. Those overworked sons of bitches. <laughs> they just seem to... Yeah, and at most, three district attorneys, ADAs, including uh, Hang'em High McCoy, mm -hmm. my favorite of all district attorneys. That's it. That's all I know. Yeah, this is all, all things we know about New York City. A lot of superheroes. Lots of superheroes. Lots of superheroes. Hell's Kitchen is there. I don't know where Hell's Foyer is. Oh, it's, uh, you know, if I knew neighborhoods in New York better, I'd be able to give you a so proper quick zinger yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> i i have no fucking clue 
Everyone always talks about it as if everyone knows what New York City is, but, like, fucking no. Anywho. Yeah, yeah, he's pressed into into service, and uh, they have to kick a, a lady off the phone because mm-hmm. she's using a payphone. Yeah, they get this. This is the famous payphone right outside of Ga- Gray's Papaya, and wrote it Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you mean the payphone outside of the <laughs> Gray's Papaya? Yeah, that one. It's the one in all the movies. Yeah, it's the one <laughs> that like pa- people go to to like use the phone. New York's so famous Gray's papaya. papaya. If that goes up, like the Bonwit Teller, that city's going down. Populace uh, will go ravenous. That's all they sell there is papaya. And you think it'd be just a normal thing that you could just get, but nah, it's nah, nothing like Gray's. All they do is specialize in papaya. It reminds me of that David Letterman bit where he uh, goes to the store called Just Shades. And this is a store that, of course, only sells Just Shades. And then he starts asking the attendant at the store, who gets progressively more annoyed if they sell anything other than shades. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys sell light bulbs or lamps or anything? It's like, no, if you want to go to just lamps, you better go to a store called Just Lamps. And then they cut and they go to a store called Just Lamps. And he's asking her, can you get shades here? <laughs> uh, or like Spatula City. Mm, they yes. sell spatulas. They sell spatulas. And that's all. Uh, but yeah, so they, uh, yeah, I have to kick the lady off the phone Mm -hmm. and then they call him, they get chided a bit and you can tell that he's watching them from the rooftops. I don't know where he's watching them from because he always seems like he's watching them. Well, the first time that we see him, uh, I think, I think it's no, not this particular time, but he always, he was like the first time we actually see him. I can't remember at which point in the movie he's in the financial district. Cause it's right before he goes. Well, he's like right looking down meets... on them on the cop, yeah. like people. So he's on a rooftop. So I presume he's just on a rooftop somewhere. Leaping I just, just fucking... yeah. Like, <laughs> like fucking <Spider-Man>. Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a German Spider-Man. Das Spider-Man. <laughs> Does I ever save you my Jane? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he's watching and he gives them a riddle mm-hmm. to solve and they have to dial in with 555 and the number. Yeah. And he says there's a bomb in the trash can, mm-hmm. which they don't check. Um, <laughs> no, why would they? Mm, I'd want to know. And uh, yeah, so he gives them the puzzle as I was walking two St. Ives. I met a man with seven wives. The wives had seven sacks. The sacks had seven kits. The kids said seven cats, kids, cats, sacks, and wives. How many people are walking to St. Ives? Dial 555 and the number, and that'll be the mm-hmm. the answer. That'll be it. Which they start doing all the math, and then Zeus quickly deduces that it's it's all, it's all a trick. Yeah, it's one. Just, one. It's just one. It's the one guy. I was going to St. Ives. Nobody else was mm-hmm. necessarily... But he's ten. They're ten seconds late, so he's gonna. They're gonna blow up the trash can outside the Grace Papaya, the famous trash can next to the famous payphone outside Grace Papaya. Not the trash can. That's <laughs> no, like next to the payphone outside Grace Papaya. And now we get to the next step of Simon's revenge, turning him into improv players. <laughs> <laughs> I've turned you into enough into his flash mob. Yeah. Now you will. Now you'll be ready to perform on whose line is it anyway? And, uh, yeah, they get, we can give Zeus, like, a dollar. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, or and somebody else puts somebody say, they're like, yeah, it's just New York. Welcome to New York, am I right? Yeah. 
Just another day at Gray's Papaya. <laughs> Outside Gray's Papaya, famous for its payphone and its trash can. Yeah, uh, but then he's like, okay, not fun. Uh, there's a bomb on that subway, though, for realsies this time. <laughs> yeah, there's a literal and, bomb on that one. And you got to take uh, civilian transport only to get to answer the payphone on the next stop. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there will be explosive consequences. And due to the nature of his plan, I kind of figure he was always going to set the bomb off. Yeah, well, it was because it, that tripwire's there in the subway. So it was always going to... Yeah, well, the... thing was the, always going to go no matter what they did. Yeah, it was It was always going to... Well, I I just assumed that the bomb was going to go off early. Like, that was his, like... Like, even if they made it in the 15 minutes, he was just going to fucking trip the bomb. Well, I don't know, but I, I agree with because, you. I think it was going to go off, though. Well, because this bomb is so integral to his entire plan. It has to go off. Well, yeah. Like I said, that's why it has that tripwire. Yeah. Where, like, once the once the subway car runs into it, everything just goes up. Well, yeah, that that's his detonation plan, because he has to detonate at a specific place. Yeah. Not, not a time. He was always going to figure out some sort of bullshit and blow it up. Um... Yeah, so they have to um, get to, yeah, they have to get to that area, which is at such and such and wherever in New York. Mm-hmm. Fuck if I know. Another one of those addresses. Yeah, you know, whatever the fuck street mm-hmm. next to where the hell. And uh, they, they, they commandeer. Let's use commandeer. I they, just uh, wrote down John McClane as the original GTA protagonist. Yeah. Well, he uses a badge to do it, so he commandeers it, and they fucking haul balls towards the, well, he's like, oh, we need to go south, that's the fastest way, and he's like, you are going east. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and Zeus is like, John, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, we're taking the fastest route through the park, and he drives through the park. Yeah, he said, I didn't say it was on on the parkway, I said it was through the park. Mm -hmm. And so he fucking tears ass through through Central Park. Um, yeah, and then what's he uh, say? Like, makes it from like point A to B in three minutes. That has to be a new record. Yeah. Well, he he jumps off the like a uh, ramps off this convenient rock. And he's like, yeah. Are you aiming for these people? Nah. Well, maybe that mime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a mime is a terrible thing to waste. Mm-hmm. And they uh, get back on, but eventually John's just like. No, I gotta get on that plane. I got not that plane. That train. <laughs> I gotta get on that plane. I'm getting out of here. Fuck New York. <laughs> maybe, maybe not today. Maybe <laughs> not tomorrow. Uh... Boys have Paris, Zeus. <laughs> oh, Jesus, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. I gotta get so on that he, subway. So he takes the great onto it, and it's got the terrible task of trying to find the bomb. And he's like, "No, you just keep driving." Mm-hmm. You meet me at the station, and uh, we'll know if I made it or not. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they... Oh, I know there's a 911 call. Hmm. Yeah, so they... Oh, yeah, because they use the 911. They, they uh, oh, call, yeah, they call the... an officer down, yeah, McLean, so they can follow... Uh follow an ambulance that's and that's another thing where they know use their knowledge in new york city well john does especially where he's like this hospital will be faster to get to these officers because they cover different regions of course 
Well, and he's like, yeah, you could have said it all the way through. And he's like, no, because I would have been a different hospital. And then, you know, we would have came from another direction. Yeah. So. Um, McLean still but, got it. Yeah. No, I, I, I do like that little detail of using the ambulance as a blocker. Yeah. He, that's what he says. It's like football. You get to follow the blocker all the way through. And, yeah, he's able to use the ambulance to get a little bit more. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's when. Uh, Zeus gets, uh, like stopped by a super cop trying to get on this payphone. Hmm. Well, he, cause he jumps over the... the toll thing or whatever the fuck that, I don't know yeah. what it's called, but yeah. And so yeah, the, the, cop the tries, banister. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And the cop's like, Hey, and then he like knocks another guy off the phone to try and answer it. And then, you know, he gets, he sticks his hands up and then subway's coming along. And then that's when everything just goes up in smoke. Well, yeah, McLean's able to find the bomb though, mm-hmm. and is able to. I mean, be, still because of his actions, he probably saved a whole bunch of people. Because yeah. the whole, he was able to get it away from the subway, so it didn't kill all the people in the subway. Mm-hmm. Like, because they specifically say that like nobody, but outside of a few in, minor injuries, nobody was. Yeah. Uh, Nobody was killed yeah. in the explosion. Um, I don't think anybody died in the Bonwit Teller either. Or if they did, they didn't say anything. No, about they, it. there was a couple of people who were vaporized instantly. Oh. Yeah. Damn. Because I was going to say, this was almost like the most bloodless heist. Yeah, I mean, very few people. I mean, well, we get uh, that one detective, of course, and a couple of the... few of the goons of, uh, of Simon's... Um, not too many cops, not too many civilians. I mean, yeah, except I'm not on, counting except any those, bad like, guy deaths. Except but, those yeah. like 96 people on the Bonwit Teller, but you know, I didn't know there was 96 people in the Bonwit Teller. They stuffed a ton of people in the Bonwit Teller. Everyone like, had we, to go. It's we love famous. being in this Bonwit Teller here at nine o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Yeah, Bonwit Teller, love it. <laughs> Happened in place. Yeah, but uh, is no. Yeah, more. I did. I did not hear a specific. Uh, no, I don't know I was, if there's anybody in the Bonwit Teller. <laughs> it's like, yeah, because I was like, I was thinking like, man, nobody. It seemed like he really went out of his way. Yeah, not a lot. To kill it, anybody. It, it, and it seems like a lot of the goons go out of their way to really not kill any of the people, and then get angry at other people for, you know, I guess, yeah. I guess because you don't want to like unnecessary casualties, and that just leaves a, you know, unnecessary heat. Yeah, well, you, also they're going to track you down a little bit harder. Though, I think they're stealing all of the world's money, mm-hmm. damn near. So, I think people are going to ask a bit of, you know, send some people after you. No, they're going to go to a beach somewhere and chill out. Yeah, non-extradition country and earn 20% mm-hmm. on the gold. Yeah, all the world's gold. Billion dollars. Billions. Yeah, over a billion. I believe they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the uh, it explodes, and uh, this springs into action the next part of their heist, which is why Simon was here watching from the roof. Because mm-hmm. uh, they go and meet with an FBI guy, and they give him a bunch of pictures. Like, have you seen this tall bastard? <laughs> what about her? Have you seen her? Yeah. Anyone following you? Yeah. Yeah. What you uh, have for breakfast you? this morning? You in Europe? Do you need an adapter? <laughs> just, yeah. Is it cold uh, in here or is it just me? <laughs> um, 
What do you think about uh, what do you think about these glasses? Do you think it works with my overall fit? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. Is it better one or two, or maybe three, <laughs> maybe four? All right. Now turn your head and cough. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, well, this guy is uh, Peter Krieg, but he was born uh, P- Simon. It's Simon, Simon Yeah, Simon. It's Hans's brother. It's like, oh yeah, that that name rings a bell because of uh, the two movies ago. Yeah, you know, remember like in 1988, like whole seven fucking years ago, when I launched a German man from the top of uh, Nakatomi Plaza and earned the plaudits and adoration of an entire nation before I was suddenly forgotten about by the next big thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how about the time I saved all those people at Dulles Airport that nobody seems to fucking mention? Nobody cares about that. 200 even though, people died. <laughs> even though arguably I saved way more people. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yeah, but that one guy at Nakatobi Plaza, wasn't that cool? Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. That was, I mean, the look on that guy's face. Ha! Yeah. Ugh priceless yeah you killed Huey Lewis there too didn't you mm-hmm. yep. yeah we hadn't heard about him after the 80s yeah so. news to him news to us hey news to all of us I like sports yeah um uh, but then they get a yeah, call from Simon yeah and that's where he gives the the whole the whole spiel mm-hmm. the main kind of crux of what's going on he has hidden a bomb mm-hmm. in one of the schools in New York one of the like 1,100 schools. 1,446 in the... schools in New York City. Yeah, that. And they have till 3 p.m., which is like what? It's like noon when the bomb... I like... guess, yeah. So they have like three-ish hours. I think so, yeah. I think they do say like three hours. So they have to have McLean... Yeah, send McLean on a goose chase out to, an, you know, a park. And then... Uh, yeah, they they can't use any of their police radios either. Mm-hmm. We have to, you have to go through this one switchboard. They they have to go through nine one one. Yeah, right. Yeah, because they you know uh, be careful with the police radios might set them off at any moment. Yeah, which is all like you know it's all horseshit. Really, well, yeah, it's really smart planning because then it keeps them like with massive lack of uh, yeah. of communication. It keeps them disorganized. And it keeps everybody and, in the dark. Yeah. And, as we come to find out, there are no schools near Wall Street. Yep. So they have no reason to fucking be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, you know, he's... We also... That's where we find out that he's watching with his with his goons, including a brutal sociopath uh, killer lady. Gotcha. And Lurch. And Lurch. Yeah. 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 We find out more about those two, but, like... Mm-hmm. Well, the feds give us a little detail on both of them. Like the large guy, I guess, is a bomb maker, and he's East German. And then that that other lady is, I can't even remember. She has a little file on her too. Yeah, and also that uh, uh, Simon's whole thing was infiltration units, mm-hmm. where they would march in and and pretend to be American, which is why he, throughout he has a yeah, like an operation grief style, working. Yeah, which John says that he saw the movie, and I did not know what he was... Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, I don't know. Never saw it. Okay, then. 
that that's so, a, that's a movie that's if if it's the one that I'm thinking about, then that's the Battle of the Bulge movie. Where if we remember, Battle of the Bulge takes place uh, uh, historically in the winter and in France. The climax of the Battle of the Bulge movie, if it's the 1960s one I'm thinking of, uh, ends uh, with tanks in the desert in Spain. Huh. So there you go. That's uh... movie making at its best in the 60s. It's a little off. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucked up thing. There are people who were alive who fought in the battle. They could have. <laughs> they wouldn't have been that old. Exactly. Like I mean, some of them probably worked on the movie. They could have. Yeah. Some of them were like in their thirties. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah. Yeah, they would have been thirty something. Like imagining that they were like you know, nineteen forty four, forties, thirty. You know, fifties at the fucking maximum. Yeah. For a lot of the enlisted dudes. Yeah, wow. Fucking yeah. never heard of it. So I just, when he was like, yeah, I saw the movie. I was like, I don't know what he's talking Again, about. Again, if, if he's not just being John McClane smartass and he's actually talking about the one that I'm thinking of. Because there is a Battle of the Bulge movie. Hmm. Continuing on. Get moving right along. Um, yeah, so this is, they're, they're all starting um, the search. Also, we this is where he start to see the dump trucks mm-hmm. like and I, I made note of that i was like dump trucks yeah and um yeah this is he also comes in as the city corps of engineers and uh we've, we've talked to walsh <laughs> the auto guy yeah the and here's another part about this too so fucking we haven't mentioned jeremy irons plays simon uh gruber he's fantastic he's awesome and everything of course uh but he is the worst German guy pretending to be an American guy I've ever heard. Because every Holy time he's... Toledo. Holy Toledo. Somebody yeah. had fun. Somebody had fun. What fucking New York City civil civil administrator is going to say Holy Toledo? This is 1995. He's going to say, um, What? Well, Who the fuck blew that hole over there? <laughs> what the shit? The mayor's going to have my ass. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. We're going to need so much goddamn dirt. Yeah. Well, I also think it's very interesting that this movie also has an English man pretending to be a German man. <laughs> like, doing an American like brother accent. Like, 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 just like his brother. <laughs> yeah. like He does it they, a bunch of times with a bunch of different accents. And each one is I mean, not that good. No, it has like that kind of like as I've gotten older, you can really tell like when a British guy is doing an American accent, they don't mm. tend to have the same kind of thing. Well, like, you, you can't you can't get rid of that undertone for a lot of people. So some people will will still pronounce like syllables a certain way. You know, they'll just have certain if yeah, if you, especially like voice actors too. You can hear it a lot in voice acting. Well, the what I was gonna say is like house. Yeah. Is are like House and Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. set like they use the exact same kind of like their way of speaking to yeah. me is like identical, and you can that's that's the the kind of sound, and I get that from Jeremy Irons pretending to be American. Mm-hmm. It like I don't know if I could like honest to God figure it out all the time, but I can figure it out a lot of the time because they well, tend to have a much is more so very obvious. Yes, it's like, I don't believe you for a second. I don't believe how anybody believed he was pretending to be the, from New York or an American. 
The only reason I could think is that it's just such a fucked up day. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of, it's New York, whatever, everybody just well, buys it. So much shit is going on that, like, you miss the moonwalking bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you've ever seen that video, things are really hard to spot if you're not looking for it. Well, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, one of the reasons why, like, Superman works in Metropolis, where it's like, you just, everybody's always looking at all the other crazy shit he can just walk on through. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, they're like, oh, send him down. Like, show these guys where they're going. And uh, then uh, Simon turns into the fucking flower vendor, a Dutch flower Oh, vendor. yeah, Vanderflug. Yeah. You work in the flower business. This is, we're sorry, Mr. Vanderflug, but this is a citywide change bank. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> We tend to deal much more at a different sort of level than you. Yeah. And then if you, he gets you know, tranquilized. If you bring us a five, we can give you four singles and four quarters. We could, <laughs> we could you know, you give us a hundred, we could give you 2,000 nickels if that's what you're looking for. We're, uh... <laughs> We're a change bank. <laughs> Not any actual bills. No, we're just a change bank. We move those on to bills banks. <laughs> the banking system in America totally. never made any sense. Nobody's, nobody's understood. We got all of Jonathan Law's uh, fucking exiled texts. Anyway. It it doesn't make dollars, but it does make sense. Ha-ha, that's our slogan. Oh, my God, what are you doing to that guard? Yeah. Oh, oh, currency exchange. Oh, oh. The sudden realization washes over his face as he's trying to Mr. Vanderflug might not be on the up and up. Currency exchange. Uh, he's going to rot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we should have kept all the world's current currency in change. It's, <laughs> it's, it's more than Fort Knox. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Fort Knox is a tourist attraction. This, this is the real deal. With Bill McNeil. A whole bunch of American cinema has German people fucking with American gold. Well, yeah. Who doesn't, who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> you just gotta radiate the fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bring in Auric. <laughs> he can have <laughs> With a name like that, he was pretty much only could be a, a super villain, right? It's like evil McEvil face. Uh, dealing with gold. His name is Auric Goldfinger. Mm -hmm. I can't get much more on the nose. It'd be like naming a fucking werewolf Lupin or something. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter bullshit. Um. Anyway, so yeah, they robbed the reserve. Uh, Walsh gets got by Otto, who does not speak a link of English, do you, Otto? Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, then they get, uh, McLean and Zeus get to the park, and, uh, what has four legs and is always ready to travel. It's an elephant joke. It's a big elephant statue. Mm. Uh, which brings us to the four-gallon puzzle. Yeah, and this is the, this is the part where I would have died, because I'm not good at puzzles. We all would have died, because we're not given a fucking funnel. Uh... <laughs> That's the other thing. Oh, man, that would be a great title, too. Yeah, because, uh, like, so here's the thing. You have a three-gallon jug. You have a five-gallon jug. I need four gallons exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's that exactly that would get you killed. 
Um, I don't know how the fuck they solve this because their solution says that we have exactly two gallons in the three gallon jug. Mm. To do that would require you to have already solved the puzzle. Well. Um, okay, so here's how you do it for those who are who care. You fill the three gallon jug. You put the three-gallon jug in the five-gallon jug. You fill the three-gallon jug. You put the three-gallon jug in the five-gallon jug as best you can, leaving one gallon in the three-gallon jug. You dump out the five-gallon jug, put the one gallon in the from the three-gallon into the five, fill it again, fill the three-gallon jug again, put that into the five, gives you four gallons. The problem is, is that if you have to be precise to the fucking ounce, you will die because it's... Well, maybe it's, you know, giving them a bit of leeway, you know, either way. But that is how you solve it, which they solve it, but McLean says that they have two gallons in the three-gallon jug, which is not how that puzzle... That would... You can do it, but you kind of have to blow past um, how you would solve that. So, or I guess you could... Fill the five-gallon jug, put the five-gallon into the three, dump it out, put the remainder of the two gallons into the three, then, you know, solve it that way. But it's like that wouldn't mm. – it. Yeah, they should have just they, gone to the, one of the neighboring, like, uh, shops nearby, like kind of that store that's called Only Jugs, gotten a four-gallon jug. I think only Jug sells porn. Yeah, as uh, it might be the only, you know, the other store then, the one on the other side of that first. You know. That's only tits. <laughs> oh man, oh man, I hope they clean up New York City sometime soon. Yeah, they started with the Bonwit Teller. <laughs> it's true. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then only fans, which is not that. Um, it's ceiling fans. Yes, exactly. Uh. And, uh, yeah, there's also more uh, tension between McLean and Zeus here, where uh, Zeus is like, go on, say it. He's like, and and John's like, asshole, you're being an asshole. Yeah, because he's don't really being care. an asshole. <laughs> he's <acting laughs> <Yeah>. like an <laughs> asshole. Well, because John's not really ever been shown to be at all racist. No. Uh, but, yeah, though he does accuse Zeus of being racist. Uh-huh. Which, uh, I don't know, given the pep talk that he gave his kids, uh, you know, maybe a little. Mm. Who knows? Um, but yeah, they solve it, and then they get the clue. One, they need to go to Yankee Stadium, and then what is 21 out of 42? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, but they're like, enough of that. We got to catch this petty thief. And like, and the, the kid, they're shoplifting. He's like, you kidding me? The cops are doing whatever the fuck. It's like Christmas. You could steal City Hall. Which is such a weird phrase. And that kid changes everything. Everything. John's brain just clicks. It's like, you could steal City Hall. They're going to try and rob Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) He's America's mayor. He's America's mayor. No. Uh, So they they assert themselves and steal their bikes. Mm Mm-hmm. And and right out to, uh, right out to the financial district because he, yeah, there's no schools there. Yep. And uh, yeah, they um, are getting on with their plan. 
Uh, this is actually a really cool sequence that I did not write down, but the robbery is all done in very, like, the sequence of how they do it. Mm-hmm. And one guy, like, catches on and has, like, a shotgun and is trying to keep him away. Yeah, this part was a little – this part was kind of funny to me because – this guy with the shotgun, this guard. So first, the guard with the shotgun, he tries to call out to the, like the police. And then a German guy is like, "You know, if you're very lucky, you might be able to live through this encounter." And then the guard guy just starts screaming. And then, just for no reason, he's just shooting the sh- the wall. He's just yeah. firing shotgun shots at the wall, screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah, it's and very then, silly. Cause and and then yeah, the the girl gotcha. is just. Yeah yeah is like you see the the uh movement on the cctv cameras Mm -hmm. and then the wall goes away and then she sneaks up and i like the way that it was all shot you know the guy freaking out like uh the only way i can describe it is kind of like a goon in uh the arkham games when you terrify them and they just start fucking blind (laughs) (laughs) it's the Ah! freaking bat um yeah, also, I was like, they are not prepared for a robbery. It took him for fucking ever to get that shotgun and all the shells out. Mm-hmm. Like, if they'd really just not wanted to kill... Like, well, who's going to seem... rob an international change bank? <laughs> it's time for a change. <laughs> um, But yeah, and then uh, Kachi just fucking knifes the shit out of him oh, jason man. Voorhees she just, style she just, just cuts him into pieces cuts him into ribbons yeah then she slices she him. dices he makes julian fries yeah. you know the germans make good stuff <laughs> it's delicious and yeah simon's like it, yeah, i think she, i think he's dead mm-hmm. let's calm the fuck down um but yeah they've they're loading up 14 dump trucks full of gold over a billion dollars worth of gold. Mm-hmm. More gold than you could shake a stick at. I I don't know. I could shake a stick at a lot of gold. Yeah. I you know I like. Do they mean like but like over a billion dollars worth of gold? Well, I mean, could you well, shake? You, we... Could you shake the stick at all of it, Devin? How are you going to go across every stick? country and just shake like a taunt? Like, like, like ah, I, mean, I got a stick, it? and you're just an inanimate object, and you don't care about this at all. Like yeah, I mean, I can I can shake a stick in the general direction <laughs> of a lot of things. Like you know, the Eiffel Tower, ah, ah. stick. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, shake a stick over it? Mm-hmm. Near it, around it. I mean, at like yeah, yeah. at shake shake the stick at it. I don't know, just I never dissected this idiom. I don't really understand what it means now that I'm thinking about <laughs> well, it. Well, you really oh, should, you just really stop thinking about it and move on. You're gonna no, your I, brain's we, gonna go into a self termination mode and then it's just everything's just gonna shut down. It's just gonna like, you're gonna be like a robot questioning the meaning of existence, then you're just gonna I'm go gonna, I'm gonna hurt myself in my confusion like a fucking Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so they uh, McLean gets there though, and uh, the, all the uh, guards, like the guards, are all the t- um, thieves mm-hmm. now. They've they've set themselves up, and uh, what they split up though. Uh, Zeus has the bomb. They're like, "Go give that to the cops over there. I'll go see what's going on." And John like starts to button up his like fucking disgusting, yeah, uh, his horrible ratty shirt. 
which he had just gotten that day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, um, they're all talking to uh, Simon and like, well, what do I do with what do I do with Zeus? And it's like, ah, just let him live. Yeah, yeah it's fine. He's not John McClane. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And uh, like, okay, yeah, sure. And oh, I don't know if you know this, but one of the guards there, the one that just like wants to leave the bomb, mm. is Ludwig Borga from WWE or oh, WWF yeah. at the time. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, just in this. This one of the interesting things about that guy. He's <laughs> a like, horrible piece of shit. Yeah, he's dead now. Good. Yeah. But he's in this movie. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, and I was like, well, I knew he was in the movie, but I was like, well, where is he? And I was like, oh, yeah, there he is. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, he makes it. Oh, yeah. Because like, most well, of the like, terrorists uh, the, actually make yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of them don't really die or, you know, get like a huge don't die in an explosion or something, you know. Another thing I like about these terrorists, too, is that, and I think we meant, touched on this thieves. a little bit earlier. Yeah, thieves. That's right. Yeah. Um, they they have uh, a standards and a kind of code of conduct that I like. Is when Zeus returns the bomb to the uh, one group of security guards, the one guy who wants to leave the bomb. There's another guy who's like says what Zeus said earlier about leaving that same bomb in the park, which is like, man, that like a little kid could come by. Come on, just put it in the back seat. Put it in the trunk. Come on. Yeah. It's, it makes them it. better. It make like it makes them much more enjoyable to watch than the you know the I guess genuine terrorists in the last one, right? Yeah, they don't seem to revel in the brutality. Yeah. Like, Simon definitely wants John dead, but I don't really get the vibe that he cares much about anything outside of the money. Yeah, like, he like, well, again, need no need for needless bloodshed, you know, sort of thing. Except for yeah. John. Yeah, but that's vengeance. Yeah. That's bo- Life has its little bonuses. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's all about the, the heist. And... Well, of course he kills Lurch, but I think he was always going to kill Lurch. I think too. so too, because Lurch had figured out that he had replaced all that all that billion dollars in gold change with uh, fucking. Oh, you're, you're saying Simon had Sacagawea dollars? Yeah, tons of them. What billion dollars? He of robbed Sacagawea? the International Change Bank, Devin. <laughs> but yeah, because he didn't seem like he was hit on phase two of the plan, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of other dudes that were in phase two of the plan. Yeah. And well, doesn't it tell... seem like there's two crews? Because they do mention, uh, like, oh, that's one of Targo's men, the guy who shoots Walsh. Because they stun the other guard with yeah. that, like, trank thing. And yeah, they... and he catches that, because, yeah, one's a cop, and then Walsh is like, what the hell's going on? And Otto just fucking plays into yeah. him. Yeah, and then and like, some of the guys are like, we're, we're not supposed to kill people, you dick. Yeah, it's like, that's one of, t- yeah, that could be. Like, yeah, maybe they have, like, group A and group B. Yeah. And, yeah. And not all of them are are there. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's just interesting to me. It's like, yeah, no, we were always going to fake blow up the gold. Everyone knew about it. Mm-hmm. Shit, we just weren't telling you. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, yeah. like you said, two groups, and then yeah, one group gets, the, gets fucked over. Or they just think that they bl- go their separate ways, thinking that they did the mission. They have all the gold, and they have just a bunch of scrap. Yeah. There's no change here. All there's left of these wooden nickels. I can't, I can't exchange my two dollars for eight quarters. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they, um. Yeah. So he goes into the elevator with all the goons. Uh, John does, 
And then, because he is an amazing detective, even when he's completely hungover. <laughs> For the entire day. He's been nursing this hangover all day. He must be tremendously hungover. So hungover. It's going to be like 8 o'clock at night on the Canadian border, and he's still going to be hungover. I've, You know, we all have had those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he sees the reflection of the Walsh's badge, mm-hmm. and since they were talking about the badge numbers mm-hmm. earlier, he realizes that something's up and has a whole elevator seat, and is like, anyone want to get out now? <laughs> I, I was about to say that. I wrote that down in my notes. I was like, oh, my God. This is like Captain Mary Winter Soldiers, the whole of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's just Before like, we oh, get they're... started, does anybody want to get out? Uh, oh, those are my lucky numbers. And then he just fucking... Yeah. Yeah. A very, like, a really tense scene, though, because not all of them die immediately, and mm-hmm. then he's able to maneuver his way around. Fucking soaked in blood and probably can't hear a goddamn thing. <laughs> no, not at all. Because uh, when he arrives, he meets up with Zeus and Zeus like sees him covered in fucking blood, mm. which is where John just fucking goes undershirt. That's the one thing that ties all these together is John's proclivity for an undershirt. Oh yeah, well it's part of the iconic look. It's like Indiana Jones's fedora. Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it? It's like, like that's like his look, you know. He's, yeah, he's got to go around in a, in and a, a beater. wife beater at some point. Yeah. And uh, that's he's like, yeah, this biggest thing worth the gold. That's where they stole the dump trucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and Zeus finds and fucking takes a bar of gold. And he's like, they're not going to let you keep that. <laughs> he's like, hell on not. Only one way to find out. Yeah. Um, and they steal a Yugo together, which is how you know you've made it as a friendship. Mm-hmm. When when you guys fucking commandeer a Yugo, that's that's that means oh, BFFs no. for life. They don't commandeer it because there's no one to fucking wave them off. They fucking steal that Yugo in the financial district. Is there? Oh, that's a different guy that uh, is driving. Okay, that's a different car. That's right. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, they commandeer the Mercedes, but at first he's just like, "Hey, can you hotwire this car?" Yeah. He's like, "I'm an electrician. Of course, I can hire the car. Problem is, it takes too goddamn long." Yeah. And. Yeah, they drive off and like we can never catch this in a Yugo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then so, they commandeer another car. And yeah, he's like that guy's gonna be pissed. And like not until he sees <laughs> what's in the back seat. seat. It's like fuck. <laughs> that was my gold. Uh, yeah, and then they call and try to give Cobb an update, but he's up to his ass and all kinds of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like throughout this, we've been seeing him like, okay, you got five minutes to check this school. Well, you got five minutes to check the school and they've been running around going, Hey, who was the 21st president? Who was the, tw-? nobody, nobody has a history book in the whole of New York city. Well, no, he doesn't catch it. Oh, like McCl- they figure it out. Cause at one point they're like, yeah, like who does this guy think he is? Uh, like, uh, Chelsea Clinton is like, that's it. 42nd president. Like, no, she'd be the 43rd. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, well, who's the 21st president? And since they don't live in a technological wonderland like we do, where we could just fucking look at our phone and ask, they have to call on the car phone and tell Walter that, and he doesn't pick it up. He's like, 21st what? Yeah. Because it's static, because it's a car phone. So, yeah, that they have to find a combination Dump truck driver and amateur historian. <laughs> well, a guy who knows just general trivia. No, that man only knows 
about presidents and Pres- tunnels. presidential history and what it what large scale uh, fucking uh, projects, municipal projects in New York City. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but while they're doing that, as they're chasing after them, Simon calls in to a radio station, which is apparently the most listened radio station in the entire city. city. Everybody listens to this guy. It is like fucking 1940s radio yeah, numbers this is, for midday. It is, it is literally the real deal with Bill McNeil. And Simon uh, is like, oh, I love your show. Let's do it all the time. Anyway. First time listener, long time caller. Wait. <laughs> Never scratch that. Reverse it. Uh, I put a bomb in a school. Yeah. Uh, that's where all the cops have been. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know why Simon, one of his accents is George Lucas. <laughs> I'm going to release a special edition of this bomb, and it's going to have, uh, we're going to remove the Jumba Wumba song. It's going to have an extended cut uh, from when the bomb was a person. <laughs> and uh, we're going to digitally change it so that it matches with the rest yeah. of the universe. Yeah, that way, yeah. <laughs> that way. You know, everything was stylistically consistent with my vision. And uh, in this one, the bomb shoots first. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I'm really confused, Uh, and you're on the air. All right, so uh, not good times for parents out there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. All right, let's take another caller. So, yeah, the, the... Panic ensues because, you know, parents, uh, as uh, I, I'm sure they would do normally here, there's a bomb threat at the their school. You know, they run to, you know, do whatever it is parents do in that situation. Uh, well, yeah, because all of them were simultaneously listening to the most listened to radio <laughs> Everybody station. Everybody listens to all... that guy. I mean. Bank managers? People yeah, in a deli meeting, <laughs> yeah, a major major meeting at like in, <laughs> at Wall Street, and they're just listening to fucking Bill McNeil. How's the Q three numbers? Mm-hmm. No, no, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Bill. Bill speaking. Yeah. He's got a wacky guess. He's selling. He's selling rocket power malt fuel. Damn. Yeah. 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 No. No. I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I cannot imagine. Is this how meetings were in the nineties? Yeah, maybe. maybe. Just... Yeah, I have a. A nice day in New York City. You open up the window to hear all the noise and turn on a radio. (laughs) (laughs) All that beloved street noise in New York. Fuck you! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe the next uh, 172nd Sesame. (laughs) Now that's a title. 172nd Sesame. Next to the good time feeling this gang. (laughs) Yeah. The friendship, the friendship gang. Uh, that really would change the whole tenor of Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Well, Boys in the Hood's in L.A. Yeah. I suppose that is also true. Never seen it. Mm, it's really good. Makes That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, literally everybody's listening to this. We see a lady just run out of her deli order. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I guess I'll eat the sandwich. All right, fine. Free sandwich for me. I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like I won't have kids either. <laughs> sounds like I, sounds like something that's not Joey's problem. 
Up top. <laughs> oh, there's nobody here. It's just me. Uh, fuck. Well, at least I got a sandwich. Uh, yeah, and like, yeah, this fucking Wall Street meeting. Mm. What a weird day. It's like, no, no. I gotta listen to this. And, uh, yeah, so it causes a general panic. Uh, general media panic, the other widespread theme of these movies now. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're talking about themes. Uh, and John just goes and holds up the wrong damn dump truck. Yeah. And, uh, meets up with. Probably my favorite character, just because how much he fucking knows. Jerry, yeah, Jerry. Mm-hmm. It, and so yeah, you know, we're going to the, the the dam here. And well, yeah. So the is this the part? The where, aqueduct. Yeah, the, I'm going to the aqueduct. You know, into ancient right. Rome, providing fresh water. The aqueduct. And John thinks he's going horse racing. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, That's apparently John. a thing in New York. What horse racing? The aqueduct being horse races? I don't fucking know. Oh, I, don't I, thought know you were saying, I thought you were saying horse racing a thing in New York, and I was like, yeah, it is, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, anyway, so they stop Jerry, and then they go to fucking uh, opening to this huge tunnel, basically, and they meet the uh, fucking foreman, I guess he would be, played by John Dorman, which I thought was cool. I always love seeing that guy. And he, he gives them, John, the whole layout of like, oh, yeah, you gotta. Uh, the, well, the 14 dump trucks already plowed through, and he's like, yeah. I'm going to find those motherfuckers. They just drove through without, a, you know, they had they had German accents. You know? And he's like, do you have a map of this area? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I do, even though it seems to be a one-shot tunnel. <laughs> it could just go straight down. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, literally no turns at all. Uh, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, except for the one. Like, yeah, you could totally get back on the street via the whatever and ever entrance that we seem to have all throughout this city mm-hmm. on the corner of such and such and who gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, okay, Zeus, you need to go to Yankee Stadium. Who knows? Just maybe something will be there. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully and something so will be sp- under a seat. And then he's like, and find out who the 21st president is. Yeah. So he's like, Chester A. Arthur. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, did you know he was the whatever of New York? Yeah. I did not, Jerry. Thanks, I Jerry. You're the best, Jerry. Yeah. You're welcome. He died in 1886. Yeah, like, he just rattles <laughs> off just, all of these Chester yeah. A. Arthur Nick, facts. They, uh, people knew him as the gentleman boss. Do you know Prime Meridian Time was also established in his presidency? Did you know that he is not, in fact, an Oddvok? Seceded <laughs> <laughs> the presidency after Garfield after he was assassinated? Yeah. Yeah, you know Garfield. Mm-hmm. 20th president, hated Mondays. Yep. Ambidextrous, huge about civil service reform. Garfield. Loved lasagna? Loved lasagna? <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. I did not. Uh, so, yeah, they... Uh, goes down. John kills a fuck ton of like he gets. There's a dump truck yeah, to th- stop this there. This one's like, also really. This kills really weird. So there's a guys in the dump truck in the cab of the dump truck, right? The John gets up kind of close, and then he shoots them. I don't. And the angle is all off for him up. to kill both of them. Yeah, I. This really yeah. stood out. Where I was like, how did you do that? Because they, their bodies gesticulate in the way of like, oh, they're being shot from the front. That's the way it yeah. looks. But he's on the side by the door. Yeah, he's in the 
Then he's in the back. And then, like, the, yeah, none of them, like, the whole angles of where he was shooting is all off. He does reference Christmas, though. Yeah. But, yeah, as he kills them both, finds out that they each have a roll of quarters mm-hmm. uh, from the change from bank. From the change bank. Yeah. Yeah, they that's all, They had a dollar, okay? Yeah. And then they, gave, they took the dollar to the change bank, and the change bank gave them back four quarters. That's what the change bank does. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, they, like, hmm. So, yeah, uh, Jerry, you go and you figure out who – you go tell uh, Cobb, uh, Chester, A. Arthur, because that's the solution. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll drive off after him in the, in the dump truck full of gold. Yep. Um, m- meanwhile, at Yankee Stadium, there's nothing except a little thing that says game over and a sniper team, mm-hmm. but – they don't yeah, get any instruction on what to do with Carver, so they just let him go. And they're like, oh, we'll just follow him. Yeah. So we'll pick back up with them later. Meanwhile, Simon's going through, and uh, it's like they haven't reported back, so he calls in, and then John answers it, and he's like, Niels is dead. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them is dead, too. Yep, they're all dead. I'm coming for you, Simon. I like I have, well have you know there's over a hundred million dollars worth of gold in that truck. Any chance we could uh, cut out a deal? Chad's uh, like, ben, eh. yeah. I think he tells him he shoved the dump truck up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> John McClane's not gonna be bought. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they, um, because they have the four gallon, gallon jug bomb though, they use that to blow the dam. Mm-hmm. It's again no wasted motion. Exactly. Yeah. Brought it with them, had to use it. And uh yeah, John is slowed down because like a board has fallen so the dump truck can't move past mm-hmm. and he's only able to escape out of like a vent. Yeah, basically, yeah, cuz he doesn't turn the dump truck around. Haul ass cuz the water's coming real fast. And uh yeah, then basically gets out of the cab, grabs onto like a hanging grate as the water's like Splashing through, and then he shoots out of that, out of that thing, and lands on into a mud fucking I don't know, like a water ditch nearby. Yeah, yeah. And up from the ground came a bubbling Ooh. dude, McLean. That is <laughs> angry cop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Zeus finds him. He's like, hey, nothing at Yankee Stadium. He's like, you're being followed. Nope, not at all. Yeah, yeah. They have to get away and get into a pretty fun chase mm-hmm. uh, with their Mercedes against a, a Dodge pickup truck. Yeah. John does another one of his fucking spins the vehicle around and shoots at the people that are chasing him maneuvers like he did in the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he pulls out all the fuses to do that, and I, mm-hmm. I don't know why he would do that, but whatever. Uh, and then they take the truck, and they go down like the only place that it could go which is this bridge where a boat is yep and like i gotta get down to that boat (laughs) that boat's where it's at literally where everything's at the germans the gold the bombs everything uh meanwhile that the chester a arthur school which is where zeus's kids are Mm -hmm. because everything's tied together it's like poetry yeah rhymes yeah walt whitman-esque mm-hmm uh, they find the bomb. Yep. Which was a like a fake freezer. Yep. And uh, and yeah, 
they get all the kids yeah. into the auditorium, and then they pretty much uh, prepare, like... Because Simon said if any kid, like, gets out of the school, they're going to blow up the school. And Some kid's going to leave early because he had the thing to go to, and yeah, everyone's dead. Everybody's just screwed. Yeah. Or some kids what? skip class and just... Damned the whole... Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're like, you, kids leave... Um, the whole thing goes up, so they put them all in the auditorium. Uh, Zeus's kids, though, think that Tony ratted them out. And I was like, this is all really intense for a boombox. <laughs> yeah, you, I don't think that, I think that's a bit of an overreaction for a boombox. So they decide to slip out and go play cards mm-hmm. in a in a school. And here's the interesting thing about this school. The doors lock from the inside. Yeah, like all schools in New York City. That's- I. They get locked in. Mm-hmm. Huh. Keep them in just... there in case of an emergency, though. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Also, <laughs> later on, when they try to escape, uh, they have to go to a fire escape, and the fire escape's also locked, and I'm just like, this place is just fucking filled that's, with hazards. That's New York City for you. That's a good 1995 that's... New York City education. You're probably not wrong. Anyway, yeah, so they realize they all have ten quarters. They have to take a crane to the boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boat has a crane. So they <laughs> they have a to take a crane to the boat. I don't think that they thing's going to make it across the water. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the crane can fly. Uh, oh, that kind of crane. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I think I feel like uh, the wingspan would be crushed under the weight of a grown adult man, such as John McClane. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, you know, swallows can carry coconuts. <laughs> that, that the way <laughs> okay that has no bearing on anything you know that's like saying an ant can carry 50 times its own weight uh what's that bring to the conversation <laughs> birds be strong yeah yeah hollow bone but strong yep so they use the winch to attach onto the crane of the uh container ship because like zeus just wants to fucking yeet himself off of the bridge and mm-hmm. land on it um, and so they don't do that. They instead try to shimmy their way across. Yeah. One of the guards looks up, and unfortunately, that's about the time <laughs> that the winch breaks. <laughs> then he gets sliced to half. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the most brutal way, because he would still be alive, you'd imagine. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Not by the time they but, got to him, though. No, they fall. He would have. God. He would have mercifully died. They're like, oh, we gotta hide this body, and they like take, carry him off <laughs> in two take, parts. Take, take, yeah, each take a half. Yeah, this is when some guy comes up to Targo, Lurch. Yeah, John calls him Lurch. I'm gonna call him Lurch, not Carl. No, Carl was blonde in German. No, this guy's see, brown-haired in German, in Hungarian or something. Yeah, um, that too. The the containers are all filled with this, and it's just scrap metal yeah that's what i thought it is scrap i guess something that equals the weight of the gold change from the change bank yeah probably something that would like look like it enough Mm. to where it'd waste a fuck ton of time trying to salvage it at the bottom yeah and so it's all fake um john then gives uh like we gotta split up we'll cover more of the container ship this way Mm. here take this uh machine gun ho 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 Uh and uh it's real easy just point and shoot yep but make sure the safety's off very important he doesn't mention that part at all but 
No, he. I feel like Zeus gets shot, and I feel like it's entirely John's fault. Pretty much, yeah, because John really should have mentioned that. Yeah, yeah um, but he does not. Uh, so Zeus tries holding up Simon, who is completely non-phased. Yeah. Uh, I guess you can easily tell if the safety's off mm-hmm. on a gun. Uh, and he would, too. Like, he was totally prepared if he didn't get the code to shoot him, because he hear the click. Yeah. And then he just, Simon quietly, calmly grabs the gun from him. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 hold on. Let me show you. Uh, the, see, this is how it works. Yeah, and shoots Your him safety catch was off. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Meanwhile, John is down in the the cargo hold and, like, sees a guy speaking in German and immediately just ices it. Yeah. Which is different than normal, because normally John, like, doesn't. But, yeah, it's like, he said, don't shoot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that he gets into a fight with Lurch and gets his ass kicked. Yep, Lurch totally fucks him up. He's got to learn how to use that uh, that chain maneuver. Mm-hmm. Well, as he gets tripped up by a chain, it's all over. Yep, chains, John's only weakness. And uh, yeah, so he, as the school evacuates, because this is all happening, like cut in between. The school evacuates. They all run. Then they realize that there's kids still trapped up there. Mm-hmm. So they go back up. Charlie hears this because he was about to leave. Yeah. Stays and tries to defuse the bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though there is no bomb. Yeah. And that's another thing, again, something we touched on earlier, but I do want to bring up like all the authority figures, like all the cops in this one, don't feel like blundering dumbasses. They actually feel like they're trying to be as on top of the ball as they can. Yeah. I mean, they're being like completely jerked around yeah but they're they're playing it straight but like they're trying to do the best that they can and they roll with new information mm-hmm. as they're given it by john yeah well and they're not like and they're not obstructive as a lot of them previously have been which is really nice uh just makes it all flow better like you don't have to stop and be like why are you guys being such dickheads and idiots about this like even the like one of the fbi guys was like i got a kid in school so whatever we can do we're gonna help you out most yeah most of it just appears to be more administrative like hey can you pull the button and like we can but they won't get here for another three hours and by that time you know most of the most of the authority figures are just like besides the coast guard who puts john on hold (laughs) what (laughs) the fuck uh, they put you on hold yeah yeah they each laugh together but uh besides that like no yeah they're, well, it's even, they're all shown to be yeah all shown to be up and up. yeah and like charlie like oh no if there's still kids in here i'm gonna try and stay and you know probably die defusing this bomb but he's still gonna give it a try you know mm-hmm. yeah and well and he accidentally trips the bomb mm-hmm. makes it go faster but it's just corn syrup yep it's all a big it's all a big fake out yep uh but the kids, yeah, they, they escape as best they can to the roof. But, yeah, we find out that there's never a bomb. To which uh, Simon says when they meet up to the... There is like, no, there was never, yeah, ever was, a bomb. Was, I, mean, you know, I might be a monster. but Or, no, I'm a soldier. I'm not a monster, even though sometimes I work for monsters. Yeah, I always like that line. Mm-hmm. I don't, that, that always well, sticks out to me. It sticks out. It's also just a very good uh, demonstration of Simon's character where... You can have a villain and an antagonist, yeah, but that doesn't mean he just has to be, you know, he can be a bit more dimensional, give him a bit more weight to him, you know. It's good that he's not mustache twirly. Well, yeah, and it kind of matches, like, Hans, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that Which was that one of the things we liked. Yeah. 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 Where, like, you know, 
Yeah, he'll kill hostages. Yeah, and that's part of his plan. But like, you don't. He doesn't relish the no, thought of killing. No, it's not that. like a, you know a, a boon, a bonus part of the job. It's like, uh, yeah. If anything, it's probably like one of those. Uh, yeah, all right. Guess you got to kill the guy. Whatever. Like well, more of a necess- hassle. Yeah, it's a necessary. Like, oh well. Yeah. Like that's just kind of part of it. It's part of the heist. But it's not like we you know need to or anything. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So they have now met face to face. Simon gives his communique to the um, to the Coast Guard mm-hmm. uh, about how he's going to blow up the wealth of the world. Yep, uh, it's stolen. It's going to blow it up, um, and then he straps them both to the real bomb, which is on the boat. Mm-hmm. the The real two thousand pounds, um, and uh, yeah. But it's like Simon, before you go, I just want one thing. Do you have any aspirin? Yeah, I've had a hell of a headache all day. <laughs> Simon fucking gives him the aspirin, which is his undoing. His whole undoing. You shouldn't have been. <laughs> and he's been using this. He, this is also. He's been using the He aspirin. has migraines. He has migraines. Yeah. They've been, and nothing. No bit of information is wasted. Yeah. They they had mentioned that he has migraines. And yeah, that he has this little this bottle. bottle that he just. You'd assume it'd be empty by the time he threw it at John. But I guess there's still some in there. Uh, John laughs about it a little bit later. He's like, son of a bitch, he did have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this. Um, but yeah, and uh, Zeus is like, God damn, we going down with all this all this money. And, and they go, oh, if it's any consolation, we're not going down with this money. Like, he, he stole it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the man, it. know the family. Oh, yeah, like, what, I like that too, yeah. And the only thing uh, better than blowing up a whole bunch of gold is making the world think you did. Right. <laughs> so uh he's like can you pick the handcuffs he's like you know don't you get all racist he's like well can you like, yeah, yeah i can, I can pick, pick the handcuffs. handcuffs and john has a little shard of i always think of it like it's, tweezers embedded in his arm well it's like a it's the wire from the the winch yeah uh and he is able to pull it out with his teeth and give it to zeus uh picks john's locks mm-hmm. And eventually, he's like, you got to go, and uh, never leaves a man behind, so he uses a bit of the explosive. Which and... was also alluded to before with the chair, when Charlie did the little demonstration with the... So John yep. knew about it, yeah, and everything tying together. Um, the only thing is, like, Zeus gets away with the fucking motion, and they have to ADR, like, oh, God, my leg! Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, he's really not selling, and he nope. just got shot. <laughs> no, nope, he would be limping <laughs> way more. And so uh, they escape out the back and into the water as the bo- as the boat explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's when he beat all of us. Like you know, Cobb just like yeah, he, he fooled us all. Mm-hmm. The FBI guys are talking about dredging it up, and they're like, well, well, you know, you did your best, John. And they dry off, and John's like, oh, I guess I'll go call Holly. Yeah. you know, see if I can make this better. And that's when he busts out the the aspirin, mm-hmm. and he realizes where the fuck he went, which is uh, north of the border, or Nord-de-Lise? Yeah. I don't speak French. Yeah, Canadian French, it's not real, but yeah, somewhere up there. <laughs> I think it's real. No. I think it exists. No. no. How do you define real? If real is such a not you can touch French. and feel... That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and the bad guys are celebrated. They got champagne, mm-hmm. uh, like a whole bunch of Dom Perignon. Oh yeah, is what it looked like. I guess they 
They could afford it. They could afford it now. They could buy Dom Perignon. They did. They have a whole bunch I of I know. Oh, they could buy more of it. They could buy the entire <laughs> I mean, world supply. That's all they wanted. <laughs> that's all. This was all for Simon to take over uh, fucking. Oh, Simon also killed Lurch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Lurch, Lurch plopped down some of that scrap metal and was like, it's all a fake. And then uh, Simon was, uh, well, no, Kachi killed him for Simon. Because Kachi gives Simon the, I want to, I want to fucking. She gives the fuck me eyes. Yeah. 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 And then, yeah, they fire as they, the gun goes off as they look into each other's eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a real, it's a real meat cute. Yeah. Romantic moment there. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'll celebrate. And they're like, yeah, we can take this plane to Nova Scotia. And I'm like, ah, there's no rush. Mm -hmm. And as he starts uh, trying to bang Katja, that's when McLean shows up in a helicopter. Yep. The cavalry has arrived and he's there to make fun of, make fun of Simon. Yep. And yeah, Katja just immediately starts shooting at the helicopter. Yeah, and I don't think that is like what does Zeus say is like that lady's pissed at you, McLean. Yeah, I think she's pissed at you, McLean. Yeah. Uh, uh then though, unfortunately they didn't actually put anything to stop the bad guys in the helicopter besides a light. Yeah, besides a pilot and hope. <laughs> like they were <laughs> they were really planning on them not having any guns when they got there. And uh so they get Another helicopter, which is uh, with Katja and fucking Simon in it, mm-hmm. and Simon as the gunner, shoots, not shoots him down, but like makes that forces them to land. Yeah. And McLean, using the only gun that they have, which is a fucking Saturday Night Special with two bullets, has to try to fight them off. And uh, he runs and goes to the sign, which is this cool like sign that switches between French and and English. Mm. And unfortunately the helicopter pilot brings him too close. Mm. And, uh, he's like, it's too French. We're going down. And John's able to shoot the wires, which hit the helicopter and blow it up. Mm-hmm. And thus the line of the Grubers has ended. Well, with a yippee motherfucker. Yep. Which like this one's even like, bit more severe and like out of nowhere really (laughs) yeah it's just doesn't i guess really i have to say one each movie yippee motherfucker yeah well this one's much more like stern Mm -hmm. solemn like the end of a prayer like an amen motherfucker yeah thus it's ended it's (laughs) over it's done yeah and uh yeah he's like well i got him Fuck, I left Holly on hold. Yeah. Oh, no. This is over. It's all completely over now. You're like, oh, well, she'll forgive you. She doesn't. And, uh, nope. No, she does not. She she is not a forgiving woman. She does not uh, handle being left on hold very well. No. And uh, with that, uh, the vengeance has been quelled. Mm-hmm. So he, he died hard with a vengeance. His vengeance was unsuccessful. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this movie rocks. It's awesome. Really, it's fucking yeah. this great. My my note there at the end is best so far. Really does everything a sequel should. Great characters, action, plot, and villains. Iconic '90s movie. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really enjoy this. I enjoy all. Um, like I said, no wasted motion on the storytelling. I enjoy that they ramped up the formula. The villains are mm-hmm. are better. I think having Samuel L. Jackson there really does improve. Yeah. Well, just having somebody that John can 
can work off of, and that that kind of goes back to it. This 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 Die Hard sequel does what a Die Hard sequel really should, where exactly what we said amps up the formula. Like it does, it still has the same formula, but it just ramps it up in just a glorious way. Yeah, and overall, yeah, I think if we're gonna play some twos for me, it's down at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think it, I think we're gonna be on the same page here. I think I enjoy three, even though one is like also really good. It's like picking mm-hmm. favorite. Like I hold them both in really high regard. Oh yeah, no, but uh, well, for me, two, huh? two is just the most skippable. Well, two's the most generic. That's the yeah. problem with it. Yeah, so far. Yeah, so so my ranking is uh, number three is Die Hard two, number two is Die Hard one, and number one is Die Hard three nice and confusing yeah i like to keep it that way <laughs> yeah um but that's not the end of uh no. die hard sember no no uh next time we go to the 2000s mm-hmm. with cyber crime yeah, the first die hard i saw in a theater me too yeah. yeah the last movie i saw in the fall city theater oh yeah yeah that brief stretch where it was open i don't yeah i don't know what that thing is now uh, I can't. It's something I can't remember. Yeah, off the top of my head. but but yeah, it's uh, it's live or what, yeah, live, live free, free or die, die hard, hard, yeah, or die hard 4.0, yeah, depending on where you are. Um, yeah, so we'll do that. Uh, there will be a Christmas episode after that, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be uh, as a tradition, a secret. Yep. Don't open it till Christmas. Yeah. That's how we like to do it. We like to keep it a surprise for y'all. That yeah, way, it's something that you unwrap with your whole family. Yeah, yeah. You won't believe your eyes. No, you won't believe your eyes. Um, yeah, you'll be you'll you'll be saying you shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, More like uh, you you shouldn't. You, you shouldn't. shouldn't you shouldn't have done this. Why'd you guys do this? The last one was kind of a lark. Ha ha ha. Why'd you do this? Why'd you do this? So get hyped yeah, for that. Yeah. And we're going to round out the year uh, with uh, the fifth Die Hard. Yeah. Good day to Die Hard. Yeah. Die Hard for money. Yep. Uh, eat shit and Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, uh, that's kind of the schedule for now, unless you want to announce anything else. Uh, well, well, once we get close to the end of Die Hard, we'll, we'll announce some stuff. We announced enough already. That's fair. Yep, but you have that to look forward to. But until then, I'm Devin. And I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.